Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And into this episode, I'm excited to announce that I am joined by three-star safety and top 300 recruit in the class of 2024, Tamari Johnson. Tamari, welcome on to the podcast, and I'm excited to have you on today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, absolutely. So, uh, Tamar, before we do start talking a little bit about, you know, your, your playing career so far, recruitment and everything like that, why don't you talk to us and tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, how you got into football, and just all the little details that we may not know about you. I mean, you know, I'm from, from Miami, um, south south part. It's like around West Perron area, like South Florida. Um, I mean, really, I got into football because, I mean, Growing up, that's all like, my family really cared about. Like that's, that was a big thing. Football, like my dad played football, his dad, my cousins. So it was like I was going, always going around football. So that made me want to play it. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So, so when you were growing up, you know, did you did you watch a lot of football while you're also playing football? Because I know me personally, I constantly was glued to the TV Saturday and Sundays. So was there like any, you know, did you watch a lot of college football, NFL? I'm not gonna lie to you. No, I was like really into like the action figure type WWE thing like that. Oh, I got you, I got you. But but you know, you still wanted to play football and everything like that. So when you did start playing football, um, what was the first position they actually played? Because I've talked to a couple like old line guys and everything like that, and they told me they started playing quarterback originally. So if you don't mind, just let let us know a little bit about you know when you when you actually did start playing football and the position you first started playing. I started playing football when I was four. Uh, I think I was my first position was strong safety, and I, when I got a little bit older, got to the more competitive level. I, I moved to the trenches, the O line, D line, to get me more prepared for the physical contact and things like that. I got you. I got you. So, so were you were you always kind of one of the bigger kids in your grade? Because I could probably figure that's why they moved you to O line and D line. Yeah, I was. I was probably one of always the biggest. At least the second biggest, probably. <laughs> I got you. I got you. And uh, tomorrow, also while you were growing up, were there any other sports you played? Baseball, basketball, track. Were there any? Were there any other sports you played? Uh, yes, I played basketball. I played for the AAU, the travel league, a team, a team called Night Riders. Oh, okay. my coach, I went in seven ways. Yo, I played a little travel basketball. I, I basically I did like a lot of um a little bit of every sport. Baseball, I did it for like a year. Soccer, I did it for like a year. Just things to keep me occupied when I'm when I'm really don't have things to do at school. I got you. I got you. So, you know, tomorrow you've been playing football for a couple of years now and everything like that. So if you don't mind, uh talk to us a little bit about your middle school, you know, middle school years and everything like that when you started playing football and kind of when you realized that you should definitely take this, you know, serious because you got that type of potential. Uh middle in middle school, uh, I really uh like after my I think it was like 12 you, uh like around that age area. I really ain't want to play football no more because it just started to get get boring. And I seen like all my friends started stop playing and stop like stop putting forth like dedication towards it. So I was like, I might just stop playing. But what what made me start back playing is uh one one day it was a coach who was just riding past around the area and he asked to come out um and give his team a check out. It was called Goose Rams, a local team from my like the area I'm from. So I went out, I tried it. I liked it, actually. I'm not going to lie. I liked it. The coaches, they all of them showed love. Like, it wasn't really too, like, anything a kid would want. So what made me do it, like, I didn't have nothing to do after school. I was just there to, like, get in trouble. I was just, like, go do something good with my life or go be constructive for my time I have in my hand to go I play football. You. 
I got you. So instead of like, you know, always getting in trouble and stuff like that, you wanted to be able to find another route out and kind of be able to just to, you know, use the best of the talents that God gave you pretty much. So, uh, so no, so now that you're back in football, you're starting to enjoy it a little bit more, you know, talk to us about your freshman year of high school. Cause that, you know, that's kind of the year where things, you know, it's not, it's not your best year of high school ball, but it's definitely the year where you go through a lot of trials and tribulations. So if you don't mind kind of walk us through your uh, freshman year of high school ball. Um, my freshman year was kind of rough. At first, I didn't have the grades. You know, the grades important. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have. So I had to sit out. Uh, um, I had to sit out a semester, and by the time I, and by the time I tried to come back and play football, the season was already over with. So I had to just prepare myself. And I started playing basketball. So like, I'm not gonna be allowed to really my ninth grade. I really didn't get to play football in high school until I really started playing my sophomore year. I got you. So, oh my bad. Like, I really started playing consistently, like, starting and, like, being ongoing with it. I got you. So, so tomorrow, you know, the fact that you didn't really play at all during your freshman year, you know, what were some things that you did mentally and physically to keep yourself in uh, football shape and, you know, and, you know kind of always remind yourself that, you know, you still have more years to play? Because I know it can definitely be discouraging. Yeah, what, what kept me going is, like, like, the neighborhood I come from is a lot of violence, so. Me seeing that every day, I was like, nah, I ain't trying to get caught up in this type of thing. So I'm going to keep myself motivated. Like, if, if I don't, by the time, if I, if I don't have my grades back good by the time football season over, I'm going to just do it and do another sport. So I'm going to have like time with my hands just wasting. So that already kept me going, like the, the, my neighborhood and the activity as you go around, going on with it. Like, always, like, the neighborhood I come from is a lot of trouble, like, consistently trouble. Police called, people dying. So that's like it really kept me going. I got you, and uh, you know, kind of, kind of go back on a lighter note as well. So, so you know, you said you played basketball and everything like that. So, what position do you play? Are you a guard or, you know, what I position played, do you play? I played the three and the four, small four, power four. Oh, okay, I got you. So, so you definitely, so your height did come to advantage for you a little bit when you played basketball. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Would you say you're pretty good at it? Like it could potentially yeah, be I, like a like a two way thing if you made it to college. Yeah, I feel like I could do that if I really put my mind to it. Like, I, I stopped playing basketball, but I still, like, I think I got still got the skills to compete at a high level. Hey, all y'all coaches out there that are listening to this, I'm telling you, you got two-sport athlete coming your way. But uh, but anyway, tomorrow, so now that, you know, your freshman year's over with, you're going into spring ball, you know, what were some things that you kind of were wanting to work on to better yourself, you know, personally, physically, mentally, whatever it might be? What were some things that you did in order to better yourself going into your sophomore year of football? Uh, better than me, like I had got a, I had got a mentor, like a person, like little my coach, little friend, home, whatever. He stayed on me, like stayed on me consistently because I started to, I started to slack off again, like like the beginning of my sophomore season. So him being there for me, like telling me to stay on track and and like they don't go the wrong, like because he had he had a chance to play football and make it to the league, but he chose the other way. So for me, get like me getting that from another person that already been there, done that, I had to think about like. Maybe he should tell me something good. I should listen or and things like that. And really, I just I just kept always stay working out. Like I never was like a, even though I never did really did sports. Like my ninth grade, I never just sat home. I was always tired to be active, go to the gym, run around the block, play like a little rec basketball, like things to keep me in shape. So I really like that. Really was no problem for me. I got you. I got you. And uh, so what year did COVID hit you? Was it during your sophomore year or freshman year? Uh, it was my sophomore. Your sophomore year, okay, so you know, COVID. No, I'm, hit. I'm, I'm, I'm mistaken. I'm mistaken. My freshman, I'm mistaken. 
Oh no, you good, you good. So so when COVID hit during your freshman year and obviously going in your sophomore year, you know, what were some like difficulties personally that came for you? Because you know everyone kind of has a different story with COVID, but you know, what were some obstacles that you had to face to overcome during that time? Man, I had to overcome a lot of things. Cause like you like a year a year before that, my mom had just passed away. So Oh shoot, I'm was, sorry to hear that. It was, it was so it was it was kind of hard. So like I was like and then then the foot they took football season away, so I was like, I don't know, I don't know what path I want to go through. My head was just spinning, like I don't know if I want to do this no more. Like my mom going, like you know, took football football away from me. Like what? What can I do now? Like it's nothing out here to do no more. So it started, it started, it started to get to my head. But again, my mentor, he, he, now when he came and plays, talked to me, like kept pushing me, telling me don't quit. Like it just, it's more, it's more things out here just than like what I see every day, things like that. I got you. And, you know, once and once again, I'm sorry to hear about your mom passing. I mean, I I couldn't imagine, you know, personally with me when that happened. So, you know, once again, sorry about that. But but having a mentor like that, who's kind of like a father figure in your life, do you feel like that kind of is an advantage to you because he has that experience? He's done a lot of that stuff. Do you feel like that's kind of an advantage to you, you know, when it comes to your football career and outside of football as well? Uh, Yes, because he tells me the, the, the do's and the don'ts and like, like he said, he been there and done that before. He was he's my age before. Like everything I probably had, he probably didn't had it. He could have had a better. He probably had. I probably got a better opportunity than him, but he still had a shot at it. But he didn't. He didn't like complete it. Like he he says he he he, he dropped out. He used to he stopped playing. Like it wasn't no. He, like it wasn't that he had the grades or nothing. But like he just his age just stopped. So for me to hear that from him was like, I it's like it's a motivation because like. See, he if he could almost did it like well, I could like and I keep my my mind to it. I mean, I could finish the drill and do it like and do it for the people around me, things like that. So I like, I got you. So, so uh, tomorrow, you know, unfortunately, you know, your mother passed. COVID hits, everything like that. It kind of seems like you're kind of at rock bottom at this point. But you know, going into your sophomore year now, this will be your first actual, I guess you could say, full season playing football and everything like that. You know. What what were some of the main things that kind of lit the fire in you to perform the way you did? And obviously, you performed super well to be getting all this uh, college attention. So what were some things that you did kind of to, I guess you could say, just flip that motor and keep keep getting better and better each day? Oh, what really drove me, like, my my mom and then my the siblings she left behind, like, me seeing them that, like, our mom not here no more, so that made me strive a little better, like, to try to be – become a person that we could well, I, could, I could take care of all my siblings they don't have to either depend on nothing things like that and uh, and then all this that like my whole life I've been overcoming adversity so it's like it really nothing new to me so it's like some some happens they come back harder 10 times better just keep fighting that's all hey I got you I got you I got you so so let's talk a little bit about your sophomore year you know let's kind of get you know let's kind of transition a little bit back over to like the football side so so if you don't mind, let us know a little bit about how your sophomore year actually went since it was your first year actually playing football for like in high school. Uh, my sophomore season went it went phenomenal. I'm not only like my first game I had like nine tackles, three pass breakups, and like three tackle for losses. Oh, so like oh yeah, you know, just something slight, you know, only yeah. you know, only three tackles for losses, three pass yeah. breakups. Damn, that's the banana. That's a that's a good first impression, though. I mean, most yeah, guys, yeah. most guys would be lucky to get three press pass breakups in a season, but you got that in one game. So how did how did how did that kind of make you feel knowing that okay, shoot, I think I could definitely, definitely get used to this. 
uh, it made me it made me feel like I could get really get used to it. And the thing the thing is like I really didn't play I, like my sophomore year was my first year playing DB like on the defensive side of the ball. Like I was, I was really a receiver. And when I got to my coach, I was with now. He said he like not my height. He was gonna try me at corner. So one one turn, I, like I was playing local with seven on seven tournament. I'm at a team called Jaguar three or fives. Then I, I went out. I had caught like four interceptions in like one tournament. Then he told my coach my recap, and then my coach was like, "Oh yeah, you could be like the next um." I forgot. It's a it's a it's a, it's a man name. He played in the NFL, but like. He was like his mentor and things like that. Like he said, he see the same same potential as me as he's seen. Like he like we both went to the same like life life. Like he said, uh, basically went to the same thing as like like our situation almost similar to each other. So like, I got he it. just he yeah. just he, it's just really my really my coach. I, I can't really explain. It's really my coach that got me all like this. Hey, well, like, shout out shout out to your like, coach for getting yeah. you to that level. If it wasn't for my coach, I wouldn't know where I'll be right now. Hey, I got you. Also, when you're talking about the player, you're talking about Sean Taylor, maybe? No, nah, I forgot his name, but um he played for like he played in the league for like six years. I forgot. Uh, I I'm, got trying, I'm trying to think because it's been it's been yeah, there's been to... there's been a few safeties, not gonna lie, in the league. So <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, but... no, I'm sorry, I can't even think of his name. But no, you good. But I I got you though. So I mean you literally left probably one of the best impressions during your sophomore year and also College just started kind of showing interest in you. So if you don't mind letting us know a little bit about, you know, some of the first schools that actually offered and showed interest in you. Uh, the first school uh, after my sophomore spring game, it was Syracuse, Ole Miss, and Pittsburgh. Those were my first three offers. When I, when I got those offers, like, it was like the whole my whole life, like my whole vision of the world just changed. It's like, well, I just – Really got this my sophomore season after my first game, not knowing I didn't even really know too much about the position. It's just that my my style of play, how I carried myself, was just like it kept me flowing throughout the game. Like, like it just kept me like basically kept me like in place, like competing at a high level. I got you. I, 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 didn't know, I didn't know not one thing about DB. I ain't know I ain't know the drops. I ain't know the, the steps. None of that. Dang. So it was, it was just, I was like that. I, I was out there like playing football. So it wasn't even your first like real game. It was just the spring game that they they were like, okay, yeah, we need to offer this kid ASAP. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was like my sophomore. I was already like six three, one sixty five. They make me like, feel like, small. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm only like five ten, maybe, but dang. I mean, but seriously though, I mean that's that's huge. I mean, you get obviously three teams from two of the biggest conferences in college football to offer you. Not even in an actual like game game, but in your know, your spring game, that's a huge, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. So how are you kind of feeling? I know you talked about it a little bit, but I mean, genuinely, did you kind of feel relieved knowing that your mom was probably smiling down on you, knowing that you accomplished everything you set forth for yourself? Uh, yes, that it had me, it had me play a major role in my like part. Like after I got those offers, like wow, like I really can, like I really just got offered, like. I didn't never think of like something happen like this in my life. So like that just it just made me just want to keep getting more and more and more and make my family proud. Like, cause now like they saying you getting paid to go to college and like who wouldn't want to get paid to go to school? Like, hey, you, I mean, that's, a, that's 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 what I was really thinking about. Like, they paying us to go to college? Like, oh yeah, I, I, I go to school to get paid. Hey, I'm telling you tomorrow, you're probably getting into probably the best era for athletes when it comes to college football wise. Cause I mean, seriously, some of the deals these guys are getting. I mean, you definitely could potentially be getting a lot, and I mean a lot of money. But 
you know, obviously, you you know, you're going to want to stay home, but you're going to want to keep your head down and everything like that and just keep grinding the same way you did back your freshman year when, you know, you weren't even playing football and all that adversity occurred to you. But, but anyway, so, you know, talk talk to us a little bit about how your, uh, like, kind of your sophomore year for you personally, like, do you feel like you achieved everything you wanted and more pretty much? Uh, no, I don't feel like I achieved everything I wanted because it's still a couple of things I got to work on, like, the technical stuff, the fundamental things, like staying disciplined and like don't let people get to my head like so quick, like things like that. Like the, basically, the little small, the small things, like I'm really worried about. Like, but like I don't say I won't say I have anger issues, but it's like I get I'm, I, I get like agitated, like somebody get on my head quick. So I just gotta work on that. No, I got you. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of the same way too. I mean, I, I mean. I understand because, you know, something little happens and you kind of feel like, okay, shoot, you know, I don't know, yeah, I don't know what to do now, right. but I got you though. Like, say it, like, like one play happened, I'll probably still be stuck on the lab and just, and just instead of worrying about the next play, things right. like that. I got you. So, so tomorrow, you know, now that you just got, you know, your first couple offers, you're going into your junior season now, you know, most guys tell me that once they get their first ever offer, it pretty much seems like all schools start to kind of flood to them. So were there any other schools that offered you and showed a lot of interest to you after your sophomore year? Uh, yeah, this started to come Florida State, um, UCF, USF, West Virginia, Maryland. Um, they, they started coming to my school. Like it, was like it was like around like the recruiting period. So like the coaches started coming out to the school. So I just – like one day I'm in school, I just see a whole bunch of coaches walking through the door. I'm like, what? What? What are these coaches here for? Like, like, so my coach, he's going to call me to the office. I'm like, all right. I get in there, I meet the coaches. So like, now like my perspective changed. So like, well, now I'm starting to get more like, so I'm, I'm, I might be doing something right. So that just made me like, to turn up like keep like I just got to keep going up from here. Then like that. Then. And my, the thing that made me like made me keep pushing like my dad. He had obviously he went to, he went to college, but he didn't have like the, the same college choices choices as me. The big college, the big time colleges to go to and stuff. Not that not not the fact that he had a skill level, which is like his era of time. Like like it really is just certain if you get if you get looked by schools like probably a little small little D one, not no big time SEC ACC. So for me to like get that is like a like a improvement. Like it's like a, um. I feel like I was, like an accomplishment I just made, something like that. I got you. I got you. And also, you know, you talk a little bit about that Florida State offer. I mean, that's got to be huge. I mean, obviously, I know you're from Miami. You probably, you know, Kane's fan and everything like that. But definitely getting an offer from Florida State, that had to be a great feeling, right? Yeah, it was awesome. I'm like, wow. And that so, from the coaches and the coaches that like the coaches from Florida State, they like are from down here, like the area we grew up in. So that's like. That's like a whole different like major like, like it make you start thinking like more like these guys from out here and then you got Florida State like I might want to like it make you have thinking about it all day. I got you, I got you. I mean, once again, I mean, once again, congratulations. I mean, considering you know you're just now starting your junior year and you already have got Florida State, Ole Miss, you know, ACC schools, SEC schools, Big Twelve schools. You got all these schools looking at you right now. You know what I mean? You're due for a huge breakout in these next two years, but. But I got to ask you kind of an important question. So say, uh, you know, Coach Cristobal and the Canes come knocking at your door. Um, you know, would would you potentially automatically lock in your recruitment and go to Miami since that's your, you know, hometown school? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. 
my like how my mindset is like I want to get from out of Miami because I've been my whole life like I want to go somewhere else and see how like their town is or like different because not it, my eyes is not it's more than just Miami Florida like if I go to UM it's like UM is like really down the street like what I really grew up from so it's like it's not really like I'm gonna be saying anything new like what I want to do like and it's nothing but trouble so I, I wouldn't think I wouldn't think I would lock in like so they offer me. I got you. Well, that, hey, that's that's a good mindset to keep, you know what I mean? Because, you know, sometimes, you know, especially with how young you are, you know, some guys might get, like, kind of stargazed at the fact they got all these big schools, you know, coming after them. And then, you know, some coaches might pressure them into, like, off, you know, for like announcing their verbal right on the spot. So, but, yeah, no, it's good that you're kind of keeping that in mind as well. But but anyway, so tomorrow, so tomorrow, let's talk a little bit about your junior season so far. So, so uh, how many games have y'all played so far this season? Because in Texas, I think we're going into week two or three, but I don't know exactly how it's going down there in Florida right now. Uh, we're supposed to be going into week two right now, but last week our game got canceled for some reason. I really don't know. Oh, but shoot. Seriously? Week, yeah. So but this week we back out of the we start Friday. So it's, it's, like, it should be like, it's like everybody else, like third, second game, will be our first. I got you. So who who y'all taking on in y'all's first game? We played Miami Northwestern. Oh, okay. What are the, the, the powerhouse down here? Yeah, the yeah. Oh, trust trust me, I I got you because you know Miami, they're kind of a hot spot when it comes to you know powerhouses in a high school football. You got Miami Central, like you just mentioned, Miami Northwestern. You know, you got IMG, only a couple, I think, like hours away or so. I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of bad when it comes to remember where places are at, but but also another thing, yeah, I was gonna ask you that a little bit a little bit on, but since you just brought it up, was it like you know going up against all of these? You know, top one hundred teams in the country on a weekly basis. I mean, just get you prepared, just prepare you for like college. Cause some of the kids down here, like if you come see them playing like a real life game, but like for this kid should be in college right now. Like how you looking? Like basically, like in like other state, like down here, really, I feel like the speed is like really more like more considerate. Like we really work on our speed. Cause in college, they say speed kills. So I got you. Really, Really about like down here, make the game like interesting. It's like everybody, like everybody knew each other, even from the same hood. Now we competing against each other at different schools. So like make the game more fun and intense. Like we could talk smack to each other, like without people getting mad. Like we knew each other, so it's it really fun. Like down here to me, like it's fun. Like, but that's I, that's really it. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie, really it. <laughs> no, I got you. I definitely. You know, sometime if I'm ever in the area, I'm definitely gonna check out a game. But uh, but uh, another thing I want to ask you also is so during the off season, going into your junior year, what were some things that you did to better yourself physically and mentally going into your junior season, which could potentially be one of the biggest seasons yet for you? I did a lot of speed training and a lot of lifting. I I I, I lived in the gym every day. My coach, my coach was my coach was confirming me on me about that. Cause like me, my my sophomore year, I was like one seventy, one sixty five going to the end. So they now they want me up to one ninety. So I was I stayed in the gym eating good, making eating like drinking like three three four protein shakes a day, things like that. Really, I got you. My I got you. Right. What, what's basically, been your what, basically, what, basically like physical physical things? Okay, I got you. So what, what's been kind of your like go to like huge protein meal? Because I know definitely you know. Most athletes got one, but what's kind of been your go go to meal so far? Uh, my go to meal is like in the morning. So I like I like to eat the eggs, and my oatmeal, and bacon with my little with my cookies and cream protein shake. 
Yeah, that does sound good. That does sound yeah. good. Yeah. But but uh but so uh you know anyway so tomorrow you know now that you're going into your junior year uh you're gonna be obviously starting at the safety position. This is gonna be your second year playing safety, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so you kind of feel like you're in a little bit more better of a position now that you've already got one year under your belt, and now you're going into a year where you have a lot more experience. You kind of understand fundamentals a little bit better, and you've worked so hard in the off season. So how do you kind of feel now that you're going into your second year of being a full-time safety? I mean, I feel I feel good. I feel like I can take on any talent, like bring the best out of it. I'm ready for it. Like, you know, it's, it's just, my mindset, I've been working so hard the whole off season for this, for this moment because I knew this moment would be big for me. Now all these like now that I, I got all these offers and stuff like more colleges have to start coming even even bigger schools to see what I'm about. It's like down here, like you say, it's it's a known for a football house name. So they see me, I, I can compete with the kids down here. Like that's already like and the other other classes, like twenty three class, twenty three class, like I'm competing with them, and then and we got some dogs in twenty three class, and then they see me competing with them. It's like, wow, this kid really can ball, like. I just, I just gotta prove. I just want to prove myself. Like, I, I'm just that guy, basically. Yeah, I got you. you got that dog, and you literally. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> but uh, so, but anyway, tomorrow there's just a few more questions I want to ask you before we do wrap up today's episode. But the first one I want to ask you, which I try to ask everyone, whether it's past, present, college football, or NFL, what player do you feel like you most resemble, and why? Brian Dawkins. Hey, that's like the. That's the first Brian Dawkins I've gotten so far. I just want to say thank you for finally recognizing him. But my bad, anyway. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I feel like my cause that dog, like he loved to hit. Like, oh, one day I was watching his um, it was like a YouTube, like a little documentary, and practice him and his him and his teammate was going at it. So one time his teammate he caught a little flare pass out of the middle, then he came down so hard and hit him, and he jumped up saying Hallelujah, thank you Jesus. Like, 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 thank you. I finally caught him. He was doing all this talking, and I finally caught him. Like, that's like that, like that type of mindset. Like, I don't do no talking. Like, just meet you in the field. Like, the type of mindset. I, I got you. Let the, let the pads talk versus always just yeah. talking. Yeah, but Brian Dawkins, he really don't talk unless until until he really knock your helmet off or something like that. I mean, he. That's, he, that, and that, he and that's he, when he started talking his snack. I mean, he was easily one of the best, definitely safeties back, obviously, in the early 2000s and probably is arguably one of the top safe safeties of all time. So but that's a good comparison. I've I've gotten a lot of cam chancellors and stuff like that. But, hey, finally, someone got Brian Dawkins. But uh, the next question I want to ask you is um, so right before right before you're about to go out into the tunnel, coming out of the locker room, everything like that. You know, what is your go to pregame hype song and why? And be a young boy, bring it on. Okay, there you uh, go. We finally got young boy. Yeah, bring it, bring it on because like young boy, like now young boy got so many haters and doubters now in this time. Like it, like everybody just against him now. And I feel like, yeah, and I feel like everybody against me because like I'm known, but I'm not, I'm not in the place where I want to be. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got like, you. Thing like that. Like I'm basically fighting like, my underdog, and like people, people, if people look at young boy like as he's just a regular like. Even though like I like, see how I see how he's the how he's the best rapper in the game and people don't want to give him his props. I feel like I'm the best safety in the game, but they don't want to give me my props. That's how I feel. I got you. And I gotta ask you though, you know, Young Boy just dropped a new album here a couple weeks back. You know, what was your favorite song off the album? Um, my favorite song, I was just listening to it. It was um it's called uh oh, I think I got it in my playlist. 
I mean, my my personal favorite for the most part have been Lost Soul Survivor. I don't know. That song's got a lot of uh longevity on it, definitely. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie, I had slowed down listening to the young boy though. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I start I really just like I the type of music I started listening to is like like more of a like sad raw wave type song. Oh, I got you. Hey, but that new album by Raw Wave was fire though. I mean he Yeah, it, it, it is fire. I'm not even gonna lie. Hey. That that's hey no no, yeah, I was about to say a couple songs off that album were our wave though. You got like no deal, me versus the world. Those songs, those hit different, man. Yeah, <laughs> those... then that song he got better. Oh yeah, better. that one's that song, fire. Yeah, I love that. Song. I I repeat that song all day. I I got you. I got you. Well, Tamari, this is an amazing interview, and for everyone out there that was listening to today's interview, and you want to go show Tamari some love, I will leave all of his socials, links, everything like that down below in today's today's episode's description. Tamari, thank you again for coming on. Seriously, I absolutely enjoyed it, and definitely sometime here soon, we definitely need to get another interview. Okay, thanks for having. Hey, absolutely. Take care.